Greetings and welcome to episode three of Make Disciple Makers. We have allowed about 10 minutes to pass since the last recording of our episode. So guys, anything new with you? Nothing new. A little uh, more hungry than I was. <laughs> a little hungrier. I got a premier little protein hungrier. shake. Got a protein shake. Hand. Yummy. And that's it's none, of, none of that regular protein. No, this is premier, premier protein. No, no e. Oh, on okay. the end of wow. premier. Oh yeah. Ryan's uh, mom is going to let his dog out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so Jack big. gets to go potty. It's big. <laughs> that's Sweet. big news. Yeah, Very forgot, important. Forgot about that. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, whatever, whatever <laughs> it takes to record the podcast, we're in for it. Um, so today, episode three, we're following up from last week, and we talked about. Um, depression. It was a little longer, a little heavier. So we want to come back and and say, all right, so we talked about all these things and the importance of community in the life of somebody that's going through a difficult time. Um, so w- what does it actually look like for me to walk alongside somebody and, and to help them if they're in um, a, a period of depression um, or, or sorrow or, or whatever it is? Um, so We'll just dig straight into what the Bible says and then make some applications um, from there and and kind of tie it all together at the end. Um, so, Brooke, throw, throw a scripture at us that will help inform our conversation here. Yes. I just want to start with Proverbs 17, 17. Probably all know it, but a friend loves at all times and a brother is born for adversity. And we were just talking about this before we actually pushed record, but as believers, we're, we're more than just like friends. We are brothers and sisters. We are all children of God, and that like bears more weight than, oh yeah, that's my friend. Mm-hmm. No, that's my brother. That's mm-hmm. my sister. Um, but we see here, you know, friend loves at all times, brother is born for adversity, and so I think just to start out with, you know, knowing that, like, we are called to love our brothers and our sisters, like I said, at all times. But, man, especially when you see your brother or sister struggling and walking in a dark season, we, we got to show up, you know, and love them. And I think some of these next verses that we're going to read are going to shed some light on how we can do that. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5.14 says, And we urge you, brothers, hear that word again, Mm -hmm. admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with them all. And I love that because that is what, when we are faint-hearted or when we are depressed or overcome with sorrow or a feeling of hopelessness, encouragement is what we need and we might not always be able um to like we can't that is that's what by definition hopelessness is we can't encourage ourselves we need our brothers and sisters to come in and say this is what i know to be true of god right now this is how i see you know the lord working and this is you know in scripture this is where i find this specific promise that you can cling to even when you don't feel like it. Um, And so I love that, that it it is very practical. Encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, and be patient. Because 
um, people that are depressed, walking through a really dark season or whatever it might be, probably aren't going to be very good friends right then, you know, because like I said, I wanted to withdraw, I wanted to isolate, and so I wasn't initiating any sort of friendship or relationship um, during that time, and I'm really thankful for the people that did step into my life and did encourage me, even when I wasn't necessarily inviting them to. And then James 5.16. Yeah. Here it is. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Alec, what do you think about that one? I uh, That's one of my favorite verses that kind of sticks in the back of my head. Um, that there's there's something about confessing your sin. So in in this instance, we're, we're talking about sin. Um, and then in another in another verse that I, I want to pick up, the the context is talking about sin as well. But I think the principle applies to e- even greater. Where in Galatians six two it says, "Bear one another's burdens." Um, so we're talking about confessing to one another and bearing one another's burdens. Um, there's something going on there that whenever we let other people into our lives, uh, whenever we, we talk about our, our problems, our issues, our, our sin, our darkness, our depression, whatever it is that we're going through, whenever we let somebody else in, whenever we bring it to the light, there's healing there. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, it's, it wouldn't make sense unless we didn't know it to be true experientially in our own lives and if the scripture didn't bear it out because that's actually the opposite of what our human tendency and our nature and our, our sinful nature would be is whenever we have issues, whenever we have, um, whenever we feel depressed or whenever we have s- sin that we're, that we're dealing with, our natural tendency is to want to hide, to want to run from it, to want to suppress it, push it down, keep it in the darkness. Uh, but what God, God calls us to is to is to bring it to the light. So there's there's something there about bringing things to the light and allowing um, community in to to walk alongside one another. So um, Galatians six two says to to bear one another's burdens, and we were talking about what that might look like practically, and sort of what we came down to, and what we said. Um, especially for somebody who's walking through depression, is really it looks like for us to be a good friend. So what are let's just rattle off a few of those things that it looks like. How do we how do we bear one another's burdens kind of practically? Um, and what what does that look like for us to really just be a, a brother or a sister in Christ, which means a, a good friend? Yeah. So if if your friend is is really struggling with depression, just like Brooke said, they and and Alec, they probably want to shell up. They want to you know, just kind of retreat and, and isolate themselves. Um, one practical thing to do is uh, as simple as reach out to them mm-hmm. or uh, go by their house, mm-hmm. bring them something or pick them up and be like, hey, man, we're going here, you know, and just, just bring them along with you. It's it's the fact that just like all of us, they want to be known that they're wanted, right? And, and you know, it's it's just in that moment, they don't, 
really know what to do, but it's, it's like they're saying, I just wanted someone to reach out to me. Like I, I just wanted someone to show me they cared. And Brooke, how you read um, in First Thessalonians about being patient, that's so huge because there's a part of us that wants to swoop in and fix it and, yeah. and just boom, hey, this is what you need. Do these three things. Right, tap your toes, and you're going to be good. All Especially right? Let's true roll. for for guys. That's like our nature. Oh, yeah, we want to we want to fix stuff. Yeah, before you even finish your sentence, I've already figured out what you need to do. Yeah. Here's your game plan. All right, right. you know you can Venmo me later. Yeah. You know, so like <laughs> it's it's, but we really have to be patient and listen because we can't put our own timetable on someone else's depression, and it may take longer than what you have in your mind, but we have to remind ourselves this isn't about you or you being the savior. Um, it's about connecting them back to God. It's about letting them know that they are loved and cared for and that you will push aside your own agenda and to go out there and to get them and to bring them alongside you in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple other verses that just popped into my head that we, we kind of talk about a lot. Um, John thirteen thirty five. I hope I'm getting this right, that, uh, that Jesus says that they'll know you're my disciples by how you love one another. Um, so there's something about the way that we walk alongside one mm. another and love one another. And then... Um, Can confirm it is John 13, 35. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. Yeah, on the spot, live. Um, uh, so there, there's something about how, how we love one another, how we walk alongside one another, how we bear one another's burdens that does not look like the rest of the world. Right. Um, there, there's something different about the body of Christ, us brothers and sisters, and how we walk alongside one another and love one another um, the way that, that Jesus did ultimately... Um, do, giving up his life for for us, so there's there's an example there for us to follow. That we're going to do whatever it takes. Um, I'm going to do whatever it takes for you, brother, sister, um, to see you experience the victory and the freedom from this um, that you have in Christ. No matter how long it takes, I'm here, mm-hmm. and and that's the example that we see from from Christ, and and He's our example. Um. So it looks like being a good friend, brother and sister, that's what we're called to. Any, anything else um, that, that might help us help um, a friend, a brother and sister that um, is, is experiencing a, a time of darkness? Any, any other things that you guys can think of? Here's what they don't need, just yes, this is real good. quick. They don't need your advice. Um, they don't need you to say... Well, you just pull yourself out of it, mm-hmm. put a smile on your face, and just snap out of it. You got it, you know? Um, this is not, <laughs> it's not like they're in a trance. Like, like we don't need to just snap out of it here. Um, but I think we talked about this earlier, but just being present and being mm-hmm. with them is going to mean so much. But if you are going to open your mouth and say something, make sure it's in line with scripture Mm -hmm. and it's not just your own opinion or what you think they should do. Yeah, that's, and and that's right out of scripture. We see that with, in Job, you know, everything that happened with Job. And at first his friends came and they just sat there with him and they didn't have anything to say at first when it was good. um, And they were just with him. And just their presence reminded Job that he mattered, 
that he was cared for, that he was loved, and that they were going to sit there with him through this. Mm-hmm. Now, eventually, they were like, all right, man. All right, it's time. You know what? You, know, you need to get yourself, you know, and that's where they messed up. But, um, and not that we can't say anything, just like you said, Brooke, you know, we want to encourage them with scripture. But yeah. man, at first, that's such a great example. Sometimes we just want someone to just come sit with us and just sit in our mess with us. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. Or to just listen. You know, if you're, if you're stressing out about, I don't know if I'm going to say the right words. I don't know. If I, okay, well, good news is, first, you just need to listen anyways. And just be there for them. Yeah. And trust the Lord if you need to say anything. Yeah. We read this earlier, Ryan, and Brooke saying what they don't need is another, is really important. Um, we don't want to rush to conclusions about why they might be experiencing what they're experiencing. Mm. And what I mean by that is that we don't, there, there might not be some hidden sin in their life that's causing them to feel the way that they're feeling. Um, but maybe there is, but there, there's no need um, for us in the moment, whenever somebody's feeling the way they're feeling, what they need is for us to be there with them and mm-hmm. to not say, why is, this, why is this happening? You know, what sin is in your life? Which is what Job's friends did. They mm-hmm. started saying, surely you, I think even his wife did, mm-hmm. like said, what what have you been doing? Like what? Why why did this happen to you? Right. That's right. not what we need. And in Job's case, he was a righteous man. There right. there was no there was no sin that caused uh, the problems that he was going through. So um, we don't we don't want to rush to conclusions and try and figure stuff out. To kind of like Ryan was saying earlier, um, that's really that's really good. And then we'll we'll leave it we'll leave it with this. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let Ryan share this last scripture and then we'll we'll wrap it up. Yeah, Romans 12, 15 says, Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Um, That just kind of brings this full circle coming back to the fact that we need each other. Mm -hmm. It is not weak to need someone else. Our entire faith is founded on the fact that we need a Savior. And He created us for community and... God often shows his love and his grace through his people. Yeah. Um, and, and that's how he created it for. So, you know, it, it, it might be more comfortable to just go home and just kick your feet up on the couch and not have to worry about that. Um, but, man, you get to be the encouragement or you get to be the person that just comes alongside and just sits with them and just weeps with them. And you get to be that, you get to be that person, you know, and, and it's, that's such a beautiful thing that the Lord would invite us into his work in such a way. Yeah. The, the Christian life is much, um, well, life in general, but our lives as Christians are much more uh, joyful, meaningful, and impactful when we're doing the things that God has called us to do. Right. Which is what Ryan is just saying. Yeah, um, in your flesh, it would be easier to kind of sit these things out but there's so much joy in diving in and and being an instrument in the hand of the Lord um, for Him to use to bring other people um, to Himself, and mm-hmm. and that's what we're able to do with each other as we bear one another's burdens, as we weep with those who weep, rejoice with those who rejoice, um, with our our brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, so, 
Good stuff. Closing comments. Yeah, I would just got to say this because I know my mom's going to listen to this because she's my mom. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to say thank you for here come the tears. But <laughs> thank you for being so faithful in pursuing me my senior year when I didn't want to initiate anything. Um, you stepped in and you loved me well when I was walking through a dark time. And that's what we get to do, you yeah. know? That's what we get to do for each other. And I'm so thankful for all of those people that were that for me my senior year. And I think that, you know, encourages us as believers to do that when we see our fellow brothers and sisters struggling because, you know, a lot of times we've been there. And God tells us that he uses those parts of our story so that we can then comfort others, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that's what we get to do now. And I'm just... I'm so thankful looking back. Um, I just had to say that. Love it. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. Episode three of Make Disciple Makers. And I realize I didn't say our tagline at the beginning of this one. Make Disciple Makers, where we seek to teach and obey all Jesus commanded. We will see you next time. Thanks for coming. Adios. Adios.